up everybody it's lizzie liz on the real i'm here in my in mi casa um with my lovely beautiful amazing roommate who has decided once again that she would love to be on quarter before noon <laughs> and i love when she questions me on stuff because she asked me these hard questions and guys this is on the fly like we've just been talking about doing a podcast i even said She's like, oh, well, do you want to do it tonight? I said, nah, I'm tired. But I'm drinking Dust Bros right now. Mm-hmm. And I think it gave me a little bit of oomph. Mm. But Come on. we here. Tell the people hello. Hello, everyone. Aloha. <laughs> Aloha. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, okay, so I went to this Galentine's thing today. Mm-hmm. So this is not what we're going to talk about. But I was just like, ooh. Yeah, share with fun. the people. Um, who, was, who was your first crush? And why did... why? Why did you crush on them? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and you could change his name if you want to, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay. My first crush... Yeah. Um, I can say um, Steven Seagal. I think that's his name. Steven Seagal. The actor? Yes. What? Even before he I He was your to, first crush? Even before I went to school... How, like, how old were you? I still remember four or five Is it because you had a bunch of older siblings who were watching like action movies? Yeah, but he was kicking people's butt. <laughs> like She still likes great... somebody who could kick somebody's butt. <laughs> such a great... like. I remember I used to with my parents and like we all used to just sit down and watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And he was, he's, he was fine back then. But yeah, besides okay. like my um, first grade crush, right. like Steven... Was <laughs> like you're on a first name basis, right. Steven. Steven, he was my first. Crush. Wow, okay. Like when I said that I liked him, like I even had dreams about him. Oh my god, like protecting me and my family. Did your siblings know about this? Nope. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> wow, okay. And you know me, I'm a dreamer, so I remember my dreams, right? Oh, I know. And so, oh my I gosh. still remember that one dream at our old house in Kailua, Honolulu, Hawaii. Um. And I was like four or five years old, and he, in my dream, he was protecting our uh, my family. He was in a kitchen, and he was whooping people's butt because the bad guys were trying to get in. So yeah, to answer your question, he Steven Seagal, yes, was my first crush. Wow. Okay. So I guess that answers the question of like who was your celebrity crush, but yeah, I mean now it's definitely different. Mm-hmm. You have, I mean, I don't. I want to hope that Steven Seagal is still alive. I don't even know. He's still alive, but I heard that he's rude and oh. doesn't have a good attitude. Oh. That he's um, high maka maka. Yeah, that means like, yeah, kind of conceited, and, bougie. Mm-hmm. But um, that's just what I heard here say. He right. Say. I mean, yeah, it could be wrong. It could mm-hmm. be that he encountered one person and they said that about mm-hmm. him, and then that was his whole yeah. life. But um, okay, yeah. Thanks for answering my fun question, uh, girl. Oh, you want me to answer? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, Oh, see, I just went celebrity, but that was not my first crush. But my first crush was Anthony, Anthony. in kinder, and he was this cute little black boy, <laughs> and, like, he just was so nice, and I feel like he would, like, let me go online first, or, like, give me the chair. I don't really remember, but I just remember he was so nice, and I I, I did think I was going to marry him at one point. Oh, my gosh. And, like, it was just really cute, and, like... <laughs> And then, in I think in that same class, there was a kid who, um, his name was Brandon, and I think my dad really wanted me to marry him. Are you serious? Yeah. 
Brandon's now married, but is Anthony married? I don't even know what happened What's to Anthony. His last name? I don't remember. Are For you the serious? longest time I remembered and then a what like I I cannot remember to save my life. And I don't know where my yearbooks are. At least give me the first letter. I can't even tell you that. I thought it was like... (laughs) I was going to say... I was going to say Evans, but clearly that's not it. Do you know what um, high school he went to? No, because he moved. I think he moved. We We were in kinder together. And then I think like first or second grade he moved. Or like we had to switch schools. So... Darn. He probably went to a different school. So... I don't know where he's at, but Anthony, if you're out there, if you ever listen to my podcast, if you ever remember me, you were my first crush. Who's the teacher so he can, he knows? Miss Mack. Okay. What elementary? Carpenter Elementary School. All right. So Anthony, if you remember, (laughs) Carpenter Elementary School, Miss Mack's class, what year was that? Oh my gosh. Like, like, hmm, 96. 96. What did you say? the 1900s 1996 you know i think it was like yeah i think it was like 96 or 97 so y'all get it out there help put it on tiktok you know help her find we might be that we might be that couple that people are like (laughs) he you know he realizes i'm here and he's like dang girl i've liked you since kinder and then we might be fall in love and get married and tiktok and he knows jesus i i I hope so too saved and sanctified sanctified, delivered come on through already walking in purpose he might even be married he might be living here in arizona whoa that'd be wild i you know what i i want to think of his last name because i don't remember it but i for the longest time i had it remembered and then i didn't and okay so since we're talking about boys (laughs) right you know back then right guys now boys men um last episode we ended off mm-hmm. with would you date you okay would you date yourself um whew, yeah I, I mean like because a lot of people like okay so if y'all don't know elizabeth and i we just listened to her first podcast oh ever oh my god just before we um we started recording and um, it's season one, episode one. You are enough. You are enough. And um, she she just goes in and she talks about you know um, about her and um, this Adam character, ca- this Adam character, and um, and so we were talking about like, hey, like, would you, you know, would you date yourself? Because you did mention in that episode, like, oh man, like. I just I just want to be in a relationship, and we both laughed because that's the same thing that she said a couple of days ago. That is true. And so it's like, right now, since you want to, um, you know, date people, right? Let's just turn the question around and, and oh. ask you: Would you date yourself? Well, I already feel like an interrogation is happening. <laughs> um, you know what? I have like multiple answers to that but i would say yes currently right now i would say yes now do i have things i need to work on obviously Mm -hmm. i have a lot of things i need to work on sometimes my attitude sometimes just i i don't like cooking Mm -hmm. so you know i'm like but i think for me i feel like i'm ready i feel like i give a lot to my relationships i feel like i give a lot to people i try to um, hold a standard of kindness while mm. also setting boundaries with people. And like, I've become self-aware of my own, my own ugliness, mm. as you want to say, maybe. Um, but I also know I'm enough and I don't want to, I think hearing that first episode, like, man, 28 year old me was still saying some of the same things I'm saying today. 
Um, and like I, I am enough and I don't want to be anybody's second choice. Like mm-hmm. I want to be the person that people are thinking about, you know, like I mm-hmm. want to, um, I don't know. I just want to be on this person's mind and that, you know, like I'm, I'm their, I'm their only person, like not in their life, but I'm their only I'm I'm their one, you know, like they don't have another, I'm not the side chick, they don't have a side chick, they don't have anybody else that they're like, oh, well, maybe I'll be with Liz, but, you know, until that gets boring or she's not it and then I'll move on to somebody else. Like that's not what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say yes. I, I would say that um, I've been hesitant to be in relationships and I've been scared because I don't know what that looks like really um mm-hmm. and even with Adam um when there was a moment of time where we were kind of dating I didn't really know how to do that I'm like oh this is very new and what about if he you know I don't know like I just didn't know but I think I'm at a better place even now than mm-hmm. I was the last time okay so you said that you are in a better place um that you are you know, than before. Right. Besides that, why would you date yourself? Um, wow, that's a great, yeah, that's a great question. I think that, um, I think for all those reasons, I think that I know, I know the Lord and I have Mm -hmm. a relationship with him and that's something that I'm also working on too, which would be a reason why I, shouldn't be in one right now because i am trying to get focused with the lord and why are you laughing at me <laughs> because i'm contradicting myself because yeah. you're answering the question that you said you know i just shouldn't be <laughs> i know i'm seeing it on that that end of it okay, like it. if i'm looking at it from that perspective mm-hmm. then maybe i shouldn't because i distract myself and mm-hmm. i get in a place of like I just want to be in a relationship and, like, not spending as much time with the Lord as mm-hmm. I should. But if I'm looking at, like, my personality and, you know, like, all of that, then mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. But there are things that I am working on mm-hmm. and I wouldn't want somebody to come in and I let them distract me. I can't even say that I, – I can't even blame it on them. But I would say for myself that I would let them distract me because I'd be like, oh, yeah, we're going to hang out. We're going to go on dates. But – I would hope that it would be somebody that'd be like, yo, did you read your word today? Like, Mm -hmm. did you, like, we're not hanging out until, like, let me know when you're done with your Bible study and I'll, maybe we can hang out then. But Someone who respects the things that you're working on. Yes. And I think holds me accountable too. Mm -hmm. And not just respects it, but holds me accountable and also has their own relationship that it's not like, oh my gosh, you're going to church again? Like, Mm -hmm. you were just there a couple days ago, like... And, and that's some real people's attitude towards it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this is this is something that matters to me. And I hope it matters to you, whether we go to the same church right now or not. But mm-hmm. I hope it matters to you enough, too, that you're in a community that, like, loves you and wants to hold you accountable and, and yeah. that you have that. that. I guess that's what I would say. Okay. And um, so with the things that she said that you're working on, um, you named working on your relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, you named on, um, you know, the way you view yourself. And so, um, would you say that with all of those that you're working, you're working on, right? would you say that it will help you if you were on a re- in, in a relationship right now? 
would it help you to work on what you're working on if you were in a relationship right now? <laughs> or would it distract you from it, from those things that you're working on? Um, I think if I am honest with myself, I think it would probably distract me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I already have a lot of distractions. I have my social media, I have my phone, like even I feel like in times where I'm just like, okay, I'm going to for 30 minutes, I'm not going to look at my phone. Like I'm not going to look at text. I'm not mm-hmm. going to look at this and I'll be reading my Bible on my phone and then I'll get a text message. I'll get a game notification. I'll get this. I'll get that. And I'm like, and so, and so having this person in my life, like as much as I'd want them to encourage me and I already know how I am and in friendships and relationships that I love quality time with people. So I'm like, oh my gosh, oh, you have some time. Let's, let's spend some time together. Like, let's hang out. Let's do this. And so, yeah, I think it would probably be more of a distraction, which kind of <laughs> takes me back on that question of like, would I date myself? Mm-hmm. I think the answer is still yes, but I, I do get very easily distracted. I distract myself mm-hmm. sometimes because I think sometimes it's, easier to not look in the mirror than yeah. to look in in the mirror and sometimes that bible no not sometimes it always is a mirror and it's like reflecting like hey yeah i think it there's like two ways i'm um we can ask this question mm-hmm. would you date yourself as in would you date yourself to better yourself to um you know to you know, like go out, take yourself on a name. Yes. You know, and then also there's another um, question where another way words, would you date yourself as if you were dating somebody else? Mm. And so it sounds like you were answering the way where, yeah, I would date myself to better myself to, mm-hmm. you know, to get to know, to get me. to know me. And so that sounds like a yes. That's what it seems yes. like. Yeah. And so let's go to the other part where. Would you date yourself like would you like would you date yourself the way you dated Adam? Um I would say no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm like confused by the like I think I understand the question, but I think like the way Adam dated you, would you date or like I'm trying hoping that this under this makes sense. Like I feel like it's there. Like I feel like it makes sense, but <laughs> because I like Adam and I are two different people. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't date him the way he dated me. Got it. Yeah. Like, so I don't know if I can, like, but looking at myself, if mm-hmm. I'm thinking of, like, would I date myself as if I was somebody else? Is yes. that what you're trying to yes, say? Yes, there you go. Okay. Um, Thank you for clearing. Because <laughs> I was like, there's a question I'm trying to get out. I know. Um, I think, oh, that's so tough. Like. Because I'd want to say, yeah. Remember, it's okay. I know. Whatever I, your answer is, it's totally I know. okay and it's enough. I know. Thank you. You're welcome. I, uh, I think I would say no. Like, I, I'm just not, I think I mentally think I'm there at mm-hmm. that place where I'm like, yes, I can give you all my time and affection and this and that. But I'm like, I... Again, there's still parts of me that are working on me and mm-hmm. still, you know, like I am not at a place spiritually where I'm like, okay, I am here where I want to be. You know, I think physically I'm like, eh. emotionally I'm pretty good. 
sometimes I have yeah. my ups and downs, but I think I think I would want a little bit more time on that. Mm, that's good. How how does that look like, or how would you want it to look like, having more time? Um, I think it's the factor also with getting to know myself more. I think mm. it's like sitting in those ugliness, sitting sitting in the things that make me enough, sitting in the the weaknesses that I have that I'm like, I'm still enough in this area, mm-hmm. but I may be weak in it. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just about like, oh, I'm strong enough. I'm tough enough. I'm this enough. But also like, dang, like that's a weakness for me. Like, I don't like working out. That's a weakness. But I'm like, this right here is enough. My body mm-hmm. is enough. But do I do I want to stay at this level and be okay with being enough at this level? Mm. Or do I want to move on and be enough at the next level? Like this this area has covered me and I've been enough in this. Do I want to get to the next level? Or am I just content and staying in this spot and staying at this weight or not doing exercise or mm. not, you know, not bettering myself? Wow. I like what you said when you said, I can still be enough in this place. But still be weak in it. Yeah. I didn't think about it like that. That's really I guess I just thought about that too. That was was nice. (laughs) And so, like, it just reminded me of what the Bible says where it says, when we are weak, that is when Jesus is made Mm -hmm. strong. And so, when there are those times when you are um, weak, but yet it's enough. um, When you are in those times, how do you... How do you get out of that place of not just being enough, but being strong in it, mm. being confident in that enough? I think it's I think it's going a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Like, I can say like, oh, well, yeah, I read the verse of the day every day. Mm-hmm. That's easy. It's the sitting in the chapter of it, sitting mm. in the writing. And so, like, even kind of pushing myself a little bit more. So, even the other, like my goal is always to journal and I don't. Mm -hmm. And so the other day I knew I was going to be sitting in a classroom. I wasn't going to be able to do a lot of other things at my job. So I made sure I was like, you know what, I'm going to bring my journal and I'm going to journal even if it's five minutes, even if it's like interrupted time, but I'm going to journal for just a few moments and and talk about where Mm -hmm. I'm at with my day, how I'm feeling, my frustrations. Um, and it was it was taking that that couple moments to be like, okay, I read the verse of the day, yes. And I wrote it down in my journal too. But I also talked about like, Lord, this is where I'm at and mm. like today. And so in that moment that helped me because I was like, you know what, like even if the verse of the day didn't connect to what I was going through, I went a little bit deeper. I went a little bit it's like when you're in the ocean, mm. <laughs> the beach, and you're like, I'm gonna go a little bit further, a little bit further. And then you're like, sometimes you're like, nope, this is as far as I can go. This is where I'm going to stay. And this is enough. Wow. That's good. You went (laughs) in. Yeah. Well, thank you. No, I appreciate for sharing because it does help us see. And you may never know. Whoever whoever you are listening, I hope that um, really spoke to you and um, ministered to you. Because there are times where, like what Elizabeth said, there are times where you know that you are enough and you're in your weak point. Like maybe you don't know that when you're in your weak, um, in your weak 
your weak spot that right. you can't see the enough part, but man, you are enough. And I think it's important to um to know that when you are weak, that you you know, Jesus is strong in you. And it doesn't mean that you're not enough. Mm-hmm. And so with the things that you just talked about right. with um dating yourself, um and being enough, you know, how would you want to take the next step um in this season in um reminding yourself right. that you are enough? And you know, taking back to your tattoo, you know, how how does that um how would that help you to go on to the next step, push yourself further to remind you daily? Wow, yeah, good stuff. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely, I, as I talked about before, so I got a tattoo, um, and it says enough, and if you look back on season one, mm-hmm. like we said, season one, episode one was called You Are Enough, mm-hmm. and that was back in 2020, yes. and that was like my word for either, it was, I think it was my word for 2021, mm-hmm. I think, um, or maybe it was like 2020 and 2021, we all know 2020 was a weird year, so maybe it, like, <laughs> continued over to that. Um, but, anyways, I got a tattoo. So, um, funny story. Um, a couple, so, I posted about it because I was like, okay, you know what? It's time for me to share about it. Um, and my dad responded mm. and was like, Liz. And not even like, wow, that was such a beautiful message you wrote mm. about it. Because I talked about what enough means to me is mm-hmm. that, like, I could always insert, I'm not this enough, I'm not that enough. Yeah. But, like, I have to live in a place. I have to know that the Lord is enough, first and foremost. Yeah. Without me in the equation. He's already put enough inside of me, and I am enough, no matter what space I walk into. So that's pretty much the gist of what I said, with more words. Mm-hmm. My dad commented, well, texted me. Which I'm grateful because sometimes he comments on my social media. <laughs> I'm like, um, but just approached me in a text and was, you know, so disappointed. Didn't think you'd get a tattoo. Mm. Um, and I came on the defense because I was like, that it wasn't even about you. Like, it, I don't know why you're disappointed. I don't know why you're upset. Um, but for me, I thought about. I was like, you know what, this is this is important to me. This didn't hurt anybody. I didn't do anything to anybody. I didn't even force anybody else to get it. I didn't force right. him to get it. It was me. I got it because I wanted it because I felt like it was important to look at every day. And ever since I've gotten it, it's been a reminder of like, Liz, you are enough. And you need to walk in that. And like, as... As many times as people are like, oh, you're so confident. Like, oh my gosh, the way you dress, the way you blah, blah, blah. The fact that you have a podcast, you're so confident. Mm. But I'm like, it's taken me a long time to get to this place. Come on. It's taken me a long time to say like, oh yeah, I'm smart enough. I'm good enough. I'm pretty enough. I'm whatever enough, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and, And so to be at that place, that's such a big accomplishment for me, period. Like to, to say that. And it's not it's not every day. There's days that I'm still like, oh no, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can call this person. Like a couple weeks ago, we were talking about somebody that I, that wanted to have a conversation with me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm so nervous to talk to them. I don't know if I'm going to have enough words to say. I don't know if I'm smart enough. 
And, you know, you just comforted me and reminded me, like, you're enough. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever you say, whatever you bring to the table is enough. Like, just know that. And so even you and I had a conversation in your, your end about it. But I think it just having this tattoo reminds me of, like, continuing to go further, continuing to do those things that seem hard. But I'm mm-hmm. like, I can do it because the Lord's already enough. And Come then he's, he's put that enoughness in me. And the things that are not supposed to be, he's, already, he's also already called them enough. Like mm-hmm. enough is enough. Enough playing, enough, enough being settling and being a whatever. Enough, enough of just being the bare minimal. Like... And, and I think sometimes that's hard and I don't always think about it in that way. But like, mm-hmm. you know, like enough being distracted too. Like just enough. Like, girl, keep enough. it pu- keep yeah. it pushing. Like keep it going. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah. So all that to say is that that, that text threw me off. Um, for and, and I don't know. I don't know if part of it too was making me think like, man, am I not enough because now you know my dad is upset because I got this tattoo or whatever but I also I'm like dad I'm 30 years old Mm -hmm. like you didn't have to pay for it you didn't have to do anything like and so for me I got defensive because I was like I'm 30 years old it's my body I paid for it but I was (laughs) I was more so I was like dad I I wanted it and I got it and that's really what happened but I'm like, for me, I wanted this word on me. And yes, I saw it one day and was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be on me forever. Mm -hmm. But I'm okay with that word being on me forever because if it's a reminder of every day that I walk into spaces that I may not feel enough, but I have to, I have to go with where I know and know that I'm, I am enough. Like, and the Lord is going to put me with people and places and positions with people that I feel like I may not have any business with Mm -hmm. but who's to say that me I'm not I'm not the judge of my own life he's he's the judge of my life and he gets to say like hey I'm gonna put you I'm gonna put you in favor with people that on the outside you have no business being with Mm. you're not on their intelligence level you're not on their economic level you're not on their whatever level but I'm gonna put you with them because what you have to say is important because who you are is important because where you're going is important because what they have to do with you is important because where they want to open the doors for you is important where I want to open the doors for you is important come on that's good and I, I like when you're um like how you said that God because you have Jesus you are enough and so when your dad responded to you know responded to your um or let's just say reacted right <laughs> right because it was a reaction yeah. when your dad reacted to the tattoo um would you say that it it wasn't the word enough but it was the expectation that he had of you uh with not having a tattoo and that wasn't enough for him yeah i think it was that because He stated several times, like, oh, your mom and I never thought, like, your sister's a different story, Mm -hmm. but we never thought that you would get it. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, and so, and I'm like, for me, it made me think, I'm like, did you even read what I just posted? Or was it just that you saw me, this person that you never thought would get a tattoo, Mm -hmm. 
and thought, mm, wow, that's not good enough. Like whatever mm. she just said is not good enough because what we what I thought about her mm. is now not true. Wow. And so, man, when things happen like that, so you know, with that happening, me, you know, you probably feel some type of way, right. but did you set boundaries with that so that way you know to keep that enough right. um pretty much protected? Did 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 you set boundaries and how did that boundaries how does that boundary look like? Um I think for me the boundary was to not give in to him being disappointed in me because mm-hmm. he did say that and he's like, Are you mad that I'm are you mad that I'm disappointed? And I'm like, no, Dad, you can feel how you want to feel. But at the end of the day, one, I already have it. It's like permanently there forever. It's not unless I like take some ink and go over it mm-hmm. and like clear up my skin. It's not going anywhere. Two, I really didn't hurt anybody in this process. I This is something I wanted to do. And like, I think me saying that, like, this is something I wanted to do and I did it. Mm-hmm. For me, I felt like that was a boundary because I was like, whatever questions you may have about it, I'm going to stop you right there. And I'm going to let you know that it's permanent. <laughs> There's nothing I could do about it. And this is something I wanted to do. It's not like I was forced to do it. Mm-hmm. It's not like I was peer pressured into it. It was something I wanted to do. And, and you I thought about it. Yeah, for, I was going to say. we moved together like two years ago, like I remember we talked about like, you know, having a tattoo and you even said the um, cup that um, Sarah gave you. Right. Shout out to you, Sarah. Sarah. Um, that the cup that she brought you, how it was um, like a type letter, typewriter mm-hmm. um, font. Right. And you said, like, yeah, just like that um, type on that font. Right. I want cup. the typewriter font. I want the typewriter font. So it wasn't something that you just thought about that right. weekend. And, right. And it I'm like. It was something that you talked about for right and i knew i like i know my own pain tolerance and that was something that always kind of stopped me was like one it's permanent forever mm-hmm. and two like i don't know if i can handle a needle in my skin like i heard so many different stories and <coughs> even when i told my sister who has like seven tattoos mm-hmm. shout out to you bianca um <laughs> but like even she was like oh I did not think you were going to get one. I thought you were going to be a wimp. And I was like, yo, me too. <laughs> like, I didn't think I was going to do this, but I did. And so it's it's crazy that people have expectations of you or what they think of you being enough looks like. And mm. when you don't fulfill those expectations that they feel upset, but you you never ask them to think of you in that way as enough mm, yeah you like for me with my dad I've always just wanted to be enough and I think that that's even something that is you know in my in my uh fatherhood trauma is that there was always times I just never felt enough well that's good you said fatherhood trauma <laughs> would you say we're gonna be would you well or what if but would you say that the fatherhood trauma mm-hmm. has um, somewhat affected your perception on mm-hmm. dating men. Wow. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Part two. Come back next week. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, yeah.
yeah. I would definitely. I would say, yeah. I think... Like, let's use Adam, for example. Um, with some of the characteristics like mm-hmm. was there any triggers any red flags that reminded you of your dad um like your pops we're not you know we're just we're not coming for you we're not coming for yeah. you i don't even know if he listens so. <laughs> i don't even know if you know how to get onto a podcast honestly no shade but um i think i would say that love my father but sometimes he has a hard time listening to what's going on in my life mm-hmm. and I've gotten very frustrated by that and there's been times where I, I don't even know about Adam necessarily Adam did pretty good about listening to details of my life and then he'd like come back to me and say these details and I was like whoa wow. but other times I've been on dating apps or whatever if somebody repeats a question several times mm-hmm. I'll be like I already answered this <laughs> did you not listen to me and I have to That's remember- just your facial expression uh, I'm just- but I have to remember their people and like sometimes I have to go back to what they've said too which I'm like that's a self-awareness thing. I'm like, okay, I already asked them about their job. So let me go back in the search and find out where they told me about their job. Then they're just like, oh, what did, what do you do? I'm like, I already told you this. Mm. So it's like a listening component that like, you know, and just, I think, I think that there was a difference between Adam because he didn't show up. My dad showed up for my events. He showed up for different things. Okay. But I would say that, it's affected me in mm-hmm. ways because I think the love and attention that I wanted from my dad is sometimes what I seek out in these guys that, Ooh. you know, that they're like, oh, like, I want to talk to you or, oh, I want this from you or whatever. I, I kind of like that attention. I kind of like that. Oh, like, okay, yeah, you want me to send you pictures of my feet? Cool. Like, you, you want attention of me. Like, you want, you know. <laughs> My fingers, okay. Okay, I'll send you my My fingernails. My hair, okay. You want a hair sample? (laughs) No, that's weird. (coughs) Um, But no, like in real talk, like I I notice sometimes in my own self that sometimes I'm like, yo, I I think I like this attention because I feel like my dad didn't really give me that. Like he was, for the longest time, he would say like, I always, I think I always felt like a burden and that's Mm -hmm. where the enoughness kind of came from too, was like, oh, I just wanted boys and look at what I've got stuck with. I got stuck with your mom and you and your sister and like would always just say these things and like, oh, well, you're not, you're not athletic like your sister. You're just artsy, like, and just different stuff like this. And so, and I would look at people who had a dad and like, you know, like, a whole family, like mm-hmm. his wife and several daughters, and how loving the father was <coughs> towards the daughters. And I'm like, that's not that's not always how it was. Like he would always talk about like, oh, if I had boys, I would have them do sports and I would have them do this. But I had two daughters, and like there was like, he, it wasn't that he didn't love me, yeah. but he had this <coughs> this vision of like, okay, this is what I wanted and this isn't what I got but I'm like yo you only have three four women in your life including my grandma at the time Mm -hmm. that's not that's not a crazy thing to think about but I'm Mm -hmm. like you you didn't take advantage of of what you had like you were focused more on like if I had boys they'd be doing this or (coughs) whatever 
Yeah, and with that, like, how you were sharing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so with all that you just shared about um, connecting the dots um, during your online dating. <laughs> girl, this girl's crying, cracking me up. But, and it's good. It's good that you're laughing it through. <laughs> laughing through the pain. Laughing through the trauma. We all need that, y'all. Sometimes. It just got so serious. Yeah, you just gotta laugh through the trauma. <laughs> and you know what all they right. say. Laughter is a good med- um, medicine. The best medicine, that's true. And so, with all of this, how does this look like for you to go out into the dating scene? While you're going, while you're laughing through this trauma. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay, I promise I'm not crying, but I'm laughing crying now. Oh, I, I, I have worked through my trauma, I promise you guys. And um, it's okay if you have it. I mean, it's been a while. I feel like this is kind of <laughs> stirring some things, but um, okay. Can you repeat the question? Because sure, clearly I, I was laughing. So okay. So how would it look like for you? How would it look like for you um, when it is that time to date? Mm-hmm. Um, so how would it look like for you to date and deal with the trauma at the same time? I think um, I think it starts with being real with the person and being mm. like, hey, I really don't feel like you heard me in that. Mm. And I want to be seen and heard by you because <clears throat> that is something I've had to tell my dad. Um, he'll mention a detail about my life and I'm like, dad, that's not true. Like, I don't, I don't work at said place. I don't do said thing that you think I do. I'm like, I need you to listen to me. Because I don't feel like you're listening right now. Mm, okay. um, so I think it's kind of laying out that boundary of like, hey, like, this is where I'm at and I don't really feel heard right now. Um, I think it's also hearing them out too. Um, mm-hmm. Because sometimes I get at a place with my dad where I don't always hear him as well. Like, he, to me, sometimes it's just like, womp, 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 womp. And so mm-hmm. <clears throat> sometimes I really have to focus in and be like, okay, and... You know how they say, like, how how men treat their mother is how they're going to treat their significant other? I, I think the same thing about women is, like, how women treat their dad is how they're going to treat their significant other. And so mm-hmm. I try to live in that mentality of, like, would I want to do this to my significant other? No, I'd want to listen to him. I'd want to hear him out. I would want it to be mutual. Like, mm-hmm. I'd want us to both hear each other out. I would want to make sure that he he feels enough that I I I make him feel enough in my presence like Mm -hmm. hey you're man enough like what you do for me is enough um how you how you take care of me is enough like the texts you send me every day is enough like I would want them to know that because I feel like even in my friendships I want people to know like hey like I'm so grateful for you and I want you to know that like your place in my life is enough and like even if you never did another thing, I'd be so grateful. And, like, that that's the attitude I have with the Lord. Like, yeah. Lord, even if you never did another thing, yeah. I want to be grateful for everything you've already done, you know? <laughs> that's good. And so I think it's I think it's also being honest about the trauma that I've had with my dad of, like, yeah. hey, like, 
it's not you, it's me. Like, sometimes when things come up, like, if I get upset about something or, like, you know, sometimes communication is a big thing for me. And I'm like, ah. And so. So, you said something. First of all, two things. (laughs) (laughs) Two things. (laughs) I wanted to laugh because you kept saying, you know, I just want to, you know. I just want to let my man know that he's enough. I just want to know that, you know, what he has to say is enough. And all I could see you, like, literally in a vision, just, like, saying your sentence, but not saying enough, but instead showing your tattoo. What you have to say is, you know, Dad, what you, you are, you know, just keep pointing, like, you right. know, showing them your tattoo. Like, hey, you know what? You, you being manly is enough. Hey, you being who you are is you showing them like, and you know what? I love you, and that should be. See, maybe that's why I got a tattoo because it wasn't just for me; it's for everybody else. But I thought that was like very comical oh. of the Lord for me to like right, just see it that. in that way. And then another one, you said, you said this line that I just think that we had to change this line up. Okay. When we're going through trauma, mm-hmm. and it's you see, you hear it in every movies, you yep, hear it, people say it in in um. You know, in their relationship when they're going through trauma. But they say this line. It's not you, it's me. Mm. But I think they're, th- that's a lie. Because if they're saying it's not you, it's me. No, th- I, this, is, this is my thing. I think that's partial truth. Okay. It's not you, it's me. I think the other truth, the other part of the truth is, no, it is you. What you did just stirred up this trauma. Oh, no, and that's true. Because mm-hmm. I think... I think sometimes in trauma, it's, again, easier to not look in the mirror of trauma and say, like, there's been times where you and I have talked about something Mm -hmm. or let's just say something has come up and, you know, then I'm upset and then you're like, but you good? And I'm like, I'm okay. Or it's okay. And we've talked about how I cannot say that because there's times where it's not okay. Like, I'm feeling in this place of, like, it's not okay. (laughs) So I agree with you to that because mm-hmm. I'm like, I, yes, it's a me thing. It's not a you thing, but also you, you stirred that up. But how do you know that? You don't know that you stirred that up yeah. unless you communicate like, hey, what you just said right now made me, this is where communication comes mm-hmm. in, but you, you saying that made me feel this, that, and the other, but it's an I message. I yeah. felt this way when you said this, yeah. because if you pointed at them they're not going to know that they did that. They weren't in your childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. Like, they probably weren't the ones who caused that. Like, probably it was something else or somebody yeah. else. But, like... But I just think that that line is so cliche and so out of context. Yeah. Because, um, like, I understand if you're in a, you're dating and then, you know, there's another man that did something. Right. And, like, you're dealing with that. And then you can say, it's not you, it's me. Yeah, it's definitely not you because you did not do nothing. Right. But if that person, this is just my thing, if that person, whether they knew or did not, whether they have known or not Mm -hmm. known, if whatever their action or their words or just even their characteristic or their looks um, has triggered a trauma um, trauma in you, I think we have to be better with communicating that out. Yeah. And, and it starts saying, with us. Yeah, without, instead of saying, instead of saying, oh, it's it's not you. 
Right. It's me. Because I've said that a lot of times, too. Right. You know, it's like, you know, when I have to break break it up with some guys. Right, when you've had to break several yeah. hearts. It's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you a heartbreaker, girl. It's okay. It's like, hey, it's not you. It's, it's me. No, it is you, too. Right. You, you possess do, some yeah, red flags that this that, is also a... That it, that it triggered. Right. And not only that it triggered... But it caused me to add some new red flags into my portfolio. Mm, that's and so that's good. and so for me when you said that line, I feel like everybody says that line as an excuse right. not to communicate that record. No, that and that's true though because when I look at when I look back on like a situation with Adam, like I remember him and I one time we had to sit down and he, there would be different things, different reasons why he either wouldn't show up, showed up late. And I remember, like, I, I'm pretty much the person who's always said, oh, it's okay, I'm fine, you're fine, we're good. Which, to me, I think that was a way of dealing with it. And, like, I don't know if it was being passive or if I just was like, let's just keep moving forward. I think it's always that I want to keep the peace. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, if I say that that affected me, like, that's going to cause something. So I'm just going to say it's okay. Yeah. Um, And sometimes I really am okay. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like, I was in my moment, but I have to, like, remember but, and so I had that talk with him and I said, you know what, when you do these things, it, when you don't value my time at the end of it, you're telling me that you don't value me. Mm-hmm. And I think that hit him pretty hard. Cause he's like, oh, what are you talking about? I do value you. And I'm like, no, you don't, you don't value my time though. You know, like that. My time is a part of who I am. Like if I'm giving up time to you, I'm like, Listen, I'm really willing to give up my time. Like, I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty flex. Mm-hmm. But, like, quality time is a huge thing to me. And if you if you take part... Like, that's, a, that's my love language. So, yeah, that is. <clears throat> if you don't show up on time or if you don't show up at all or you don't even communicate that with me... Yeah, don't that, showing up on time. I learned it. The right. Way. I was like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> five minutes late to church. <laughs> You know what? Actually, we were on time. The rapture could have happened in that right. five minute time that you were. No, late. <laughs> we were on time to church. We made it on time. We did. But we just didn't leave the time that, that you, I would that have left. You would have left. Right, and we drive differently. So we that's... sure do. And so I was like, skirt, skirt. I was like, all right. We, we weren't even in sports mode that day. Right, but yeah, no, I hear you. That is, um, quality quality time is your love language. Right, and um. And it's a big time. Right. And I could have I could have just appeased it and been like, you know what? I hear I hear what you're telling me. Thank you for letting me know that you were late on several occasions mm-hmm. and that you didn't show up for that other occasion. Thank you for that. And you know what? It's okay. I could have said that, but to me that wasn't good enough. And I was like, Ooh, no. Go, here we go again. <laughs> right. I said, oh, that word I've said probably a million times right about now, but it it wasn't and I wasn't okay with just saying you know what that's okay I'm so sorry that what can I do for you you were late for me but what can I do for you no Mm. I was upset and like for me I'm like that's a red flag because if I have to have this same conversation over and over with you Mm -hmm. about what's important to me or where I'm at or what I'm doing Mm -hmm. then maybe it's not as important to you and maybe we need to go our separate ways because because what's important to you we're not we're not on, even on the same values or the same beliefs then because that's what I talked about in in season one, episode one. I said, I want our values to align. Mm-hmm. I want our beliefs to align. Yeah. And like my belief is that my time 
is a reflection of me. Uh-huh. So if you don't treat my time with respect, mm-hmm. then you don't treat me with respect. And it's, 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 this is the thing. Like, let's, let's use um, our relationship for an example. How it just took me that one time to know that you felt some type of way at the time that we left. Even though we got to church on time, to Bible, stu- Bible study on time. <clears throat> you felt some type of way that we didn't leave early, right. earlier. Right. And we had a conversation about that because the Lord hit you on that because I was like <laughs> praising and worshiping <laughs> in church. But um, but this is the thing. Yes, it was a youth thing. It was a youth thing. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. See, I was about to say the Lord got you, but I heard. So I'm so sorry. No, but this is the thing. It was a you thing. However, you brought it um, to... We, we had a right. hard couch conversation about it. And... Hey, our couch conversation. Yeah. And with that um, couch conversation, I heard you. No, I didn't just listen to you. I heard you. Mm-hmm. And then I started to prioritize that within our relationship. Like, when we go places, I, I would be asking you... If you know, yeah, if we're going together, I'm like, hey, what time do you want to leave? It's because I'm conscious enough and aware, um, knowing that you're not just only a quality time person, right? But you want to get there early, and I get it. And so, <laughs> <laughs> which to be fair, I also mm-hmm. examined that situation was like, yo, Liz, like, you need to take a few steps back. Like, your homegirl, your sister mm-hmm. also works on like. A little bit like, hey, island time, <laughs> aloha. So you don't have to like stress so much. But like maybe you tell her an earlier time to give her a little bit more time. And if she's like, you don't have to stress about it. Mm-hmm. Like it's, and I think that's something that my dad always taught me was to be on time because mm-hmm. his dad was military. So I just, time is everything. But like the concept of time is so different in so many different regions. Yeah. And like, I also have to be flexible to know like, <clears throat> like yes you want to be on time but you're also like i'm not gonna there are so many other things for me to stress about that i'm not gonna stress about mm-hmm. i'm not gonna stress about this and like time is important to you because yeah, i know i know you're very organized with your mm-hmm. time and you like love how you plan out your time but i i know like sometimes when we go to events or whatever you're like oh i'm chilling like i'm cool we don't have to yeah. leave yet like you know, so like, I guess because I know the way I drive, right? Like I'd be like, yeah, we're taking a freeway, right? We can leave at this time, right? And then and then I'd be like, wait, just in case you're driving, we can leave around this time, yeah. Because I I I I don't drive on the freeway. You choose not to. I choose not to. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I can, but it makes me nervous. Yeah. Real talk, as we're saying all the real mm-hmm. details of my life today, but also I just like I like taking things slower, and I like being able to get there on time or mm-hmm. early. But because I got there, because I left early, because I'm like, I'm not, I don't have to take the freeway. So I'm Mm going to just drive the streets and get there when I get there. That's kind of the attitude that I have, I guess, get there when Mm -hmm. I get there. But, but yeah, all that to say was that because I valued Mm -hmm. your time, I valued your, your friendship and your sisterhood. Right. I, I adjusted to you. Yes. And so with Adam not adjusting to you that just right because how many times was he late how many times did he come late to certain events right how many just i feel like certain dates too right even i think even with him like 
there were good moments. You and I have talked about this before. We've had a lot of couch conversations about him. And even, like, even now, like, she knows that I, I still try to, like, pray for him and think about him. Um, and not think about him in a way that I'm like, oh, I hope that something bad happens to him. Because I'm like, that's not good. And mm-hmm. you reap what you sell. And I'm not you trying to be that. You never know what she prays. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are not here for that. But um, how many, like, I feel like how many chances? Like, we were talk. I was talking about him in 2020. Dang. And the last time I spoke to him was in May of... 22. 22. So it was like an off and on thing. And he still didn't adjust. Right. Just but, a few screws right. to like screw in and adjust accordingly. But yet, Hefa... Right. His, his, actions, his actions weren't saying the same thing that his mm-hmm. words were saying. Because even in May of 2022... Still didn't keep his word. That still was didn't, no bueno. Still didn't show up. And for me, I was like, yo, again, we already had this talk. And this is you not showing up for me. Even though we've taken some breaks. We've taken some time. We've done this thing. And, and I, I'm, I always want to be the person that, that's giving chances. Yeah. But I also, I think the Lord is working on me to be like, girl, this is also a boundary. Where like... I'm I know I'm not God. I know I'm mm-hmm. not the God of infinite amount of chances. That's not me. Yeah. So there comes a point in time where I have to say, you know what? Your actions haven't proved anything differently to me and this is still a red flag and I try to give you the benefit of the doubt. I try to say like, "Oh, maybe it's an orange flag. Maybe it's like a off red flag. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's not so red, but a red that- flag is still a red flag." Right. <laughs> and this is the thing, like what you're saying, you've grown a lot. Because from that time of May of 2022, you did say like, oh yeah, you didn't even show up for me. But just a couple weeks ago, this is what you said. You rephrased your sentences without even knowing. You said he didn't even show up for himself. Agreed. Because he just missed out a whole good thing. He missed out on amazingness. Well, right. He missed out on you right and but like he didn't even show up for his own life yeah for mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like not even about me like i can take me completely out of this situation he there was times he didn't show up for work mm-hmm. there was time like there was times that just different scenarios happened and he didn't even show up for him and i'm Got like it. and i'm like i can't i can't expect you to show up for me if you don't even show up for you mm-hmm. like and that and that's sad. And I hope you do. I hope he does show up for himself. Mm-hmm. I hope he continues to show up for himself and make the choices for himself and set boundaries. And even in his own dating life, I hope that yeah. when people don't value his time, that he would be like, I, I hope that he remembers me for that and that he would be like, yo, you didn't you didn't value my time. So mm-hmm. clearly you don't value me. So peace. Yeah. Because And like the way I saw it too, which I love that perspective too. I also saw as he didn't show up for himself at that time um, because he missed out an opportunity with you. Yeah, He missed out on, you know, what it looks like to be kind, what it looks like to be forgiven. You know, he missed out on greatness, on amazing, like, like, again, like, yes, he didn't show up for himself in that aspect, but when we put you back in, into the situation, into that, um, that whole situation, he missed out on literally like that you are amazing you thank you are creative like your creativity like girl the way you just put on that dress, <laughs> the, you put two <laughs> two flannels together made it a dress 
And then you convert that to a skirt. I saw it on TikTok. Like, okay. girl, don't be taking no. I know. Thank you. I appreciate yes, it. But I also want to give credit where credit's due. That's great. <laughs> but you apply the right. creativity. Right. And so with everything that you have, people when people don't show up in your life, mm-hmm. they missed out not they they didn't show up for themselves because they missed out on what you have to, um, to give to them. That's good though. And so and I, didn't, that I didn't see it that enough. way, but yeah, that is really Girl. good though. Come 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 through. Come on. And that's like I say that that's true for you as well. Mm-hmm. You know, the times that like people haven't shown up for them because they've missed out on you. Like yeah. and because and I, I think that's where I'm like, yo, I would date myself mm-hmm. right now because mm. because of the qualities that I have. Come on, that I'm, nobody's me. Talk like about I am it. me, and you are you, mm-hmm. and like we're not each other, and nobody else is like us, and like I, I, I feel like I would give so much in a relationship. I give so much in my friendships. I give so much. I I say that I don't always give myself enough. And I, I give a lot of people a lot of things. And there I, it is. But I'm when I think about it, I'm like, wow, like who I am and who God made me to be, and in, in not a boasting way, but like I, I, I do have great qualities in me. And no, it's okay to boast. You're boasting in the Lord, girl, boast. <laughs> but you know what? I am creative, and I mm-hmm. am very, I'm very passionate about yeah, kindness. Yeah. Like I, I want people to be kind, mm-hmm. and I, I want it like. If I'm asking that of other people, I, I want it to start with me. And you just, you have a heart for the people. And so yeah. let's go back to what you just said. You said, I have given a lot of time to the people. I've spent enough time, but I don't think I have spent enough time with myself. Mm-hmm. So that goes back to, would you date yourself to better yourself? Right. And yeah, I would. Mm-hmm. To Because now that you know, you just said it out of your, out of your, um, your mouth. You said you you spent enough a lot of time with people, and it makes sense. You're a people person, like you have such a pastoral heart for the people. And now, how does this? How will this next step of dating yourself, mm. of spending time with yourself, yeah, looks like? How will the boundaries look like, or how how would you set up the boundaries when it comes to that area of spending time with people? Because you you can spend time with people and you 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 do a great job and sometimes sometimes and I'll tell you sometimes you do spend a lot of time or you you will keep forcing yourself to spend a lot of time with people so you won't spend time with yourself yeah and agreed um, like your word is balanced you know this um mm-hmm. and so i it could it be that this time you now need to balance the spending time um that part and now right. balance that out with spending time with yourself because as you spend time as you spend time to date yourself right you're dating to know who god is in you right no and that's true because i think when we look at it and we talked about the word balance it was in every area mm-hmm. and like i think i said spiritual emotional physical but what about personal <laughs> And I don't think, I don't think that ever came up in anything. Like even as wow. I was writing, like oh financial, oh this, oh that. But I'm like, no. What about personal though? Mm. Because how am I balancing that? How am I balancing the spiritual and my emotional and my relationship, mm. my relational? But like, how am I balancing that with my personal? 
That's good. Was spending time with me and sitting sitting in that uncomfortability of like taking myself out, sitting by myself. Like I've done that and I've talked yeah. about it. But I'm like it's always it's always a constant thing of mm-hmm. like, okay, can I go to this place by myself? Can I do these things by myself? Which kind of started with a tattoo because mm-hmm. You know, like most times people are going with somebody they know and they're like, oh my gosh, like you're going to get a tattoo. I'll go with you. And like, there was nobody there. And like, of course I knew the girl, um, we're kind of homies. Hey, shout out to Candy. Um, but like, that was something I did on my own. And most people would be like, oh, I would not go by myself. Mm -hmm. Like, but so reminding myself that Liz, you can do these things by yourself. You can Mm -hmm. go to these things. And like, even today. I went to that Galentine's thing at, mm-hmm. at a different church and I was going to tell you about it and then didn't, went by myself and I was like, you know what, if I could go to speed dating by myself, I can do this for myself and I'm like, this is something I need to do because yeah. I need to be around women who love the Lord, who want mm, to just be in fellowship with each other because you and I have goals and of empowerment and dreams of empowerment, but I'm like, this is... Every time I see that and I see women together, I'm like, it's just such a powerful thing because I'm like, if the world can do it, if the world can be like, yo, sis, yo, queen, you got this, like mm-hmm. build your empire, do the things, then even more so we should be doing this in the kingdom. We should be yeah. like, yo, sis, like you got this, like you want to be a boss, babe, do it. Like you want to be a pastor, go ahead. You want to be a surgeon, go ahead. And so, um, I think even in those moments, I'm like choosing to do things and I'm like, okay, this is building me up no matter where I'm at, no matter if I want a relationship or not, this is something that's going to help me. Like maybe I'm going to build some connections. Maybe I'm just going there because I need to be amongst seasoned, matured or women of different ages who love God and love people. And maybe I just need that, you know, and maybe you were there to stir up the vision, right? Stir up the vision that God has put. And even you and I, the other day we went out with our friend for Valentine's and like just sitting there talking to her and, you know, empowering her, um, you know, shout out to her, you know, like, Mm -hmm. uh, but like, shout out to you, khaki, khaki. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I think, those things are the things that are building me up and I need to do more of those things. I mm. need I need to sit in spaces where I'm like, yo, I don't know why I'm sitting here, but clearly something in me is telling me I need to sit here. And like, I need to be open to hearing, hearing the Holy Spirit being mm, like, hey, take this right turn and not the left. But why? Just do what I say. And like... And even, hey, don't go at 2.30, but leave at 2.45. <laughs> right. <laughs> leave a little bit later like you'll get there on time it's cool um because you know what like i i think we just never know who we're gonna encounter and sometimes i can hold myself back from what i could encounter Mm -hmm. because i'm like this isn't in my time schedule like i have time i have to get to these places i have to do these things but i'm like what if i stop and and do something different like Mm -hmm. today i was i was actually supposed to go to this like onboarding thing for a side hustle and Something inside of me was like, just look at the reviews. I looked at the reviews. They weren't that great. But it probably, it would have conflicted with this Galentine's thing. And so Mm -hmm. I was kind of back and forth. And I'm like, well, maybe I can make that. But like leave a little bit earlier to go to that. Because it was further away. And I just was like, no, I'm not going to that. I'm going to go to this because it keeps popping up. And I keep thinking about it. And Mm -hmm. usually when I keep thinking about something, it's probably because I should do it or buy it or 
whatever. And sometimes it's because I want to, not even because I have to, but because mm-hmm. I want to. Yeah, that's good. And like how you were saying, um, you know, that you, you chose to go to that place. And, you know, now that it's stirring a lot of things up in you too. And it's all um, connects to being enough. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I love the fact that you are walking it out and you're balancing what enough looks like in every um, areas of your life. Right. And so with that... Taking balance and enough. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your encouragement to your listeners when it comes to balancing out what enough is for you? Mm. Uh, that was a great question. Um, I would say... Wherever you're at, um, balance is so important in your life in every area. Spiritual, mm-hmm. physical, mental, emotional. Um, but also remember remember about you. It's not about all those other components too. But how how are you showing up for you? Like would mm-hmm. you would you date yourself? Even if you're in a committed relationship, even if you are married, if you're single, divorced, wherever you're at, like would you date you? And and do you think you're enough? Like, and are you, what are you doing in those spots that you feel you're weak in, Mm. that you may not feel enough in? What are you doing about those areas? And like, who can come alongside you to help you with that? Who can be an accountability to you? That's good. What would you say to that? Um, probably will mirror what you say on what you just said, because it's so important to to know to know all these things to know about your weakness to mm-hmm. know that you are enough to know that you have to balance things out um but to piggyback on that i'm gonna say write it down right write down the vision write down the things write down the questions that um that you're being asked and write down your answer because mm-hmm. when it's in your mind it's gonna wander it's gonna wander it's gonna sit with your life situations that you're probably worried about. Right, the it's traumas. It's going to sit with the traumas. going to sit with your daily um, life worries and all of that and the fear and whatever it is. It's going to attack your um, your answers that's still in your mind. So it's so important to sit down, to write down these questions and to write it out so you can see it and know for yourself that when you are in these moments of weakness, when you are in these moments of you not... Feeling like you're not, you're not enough, and mm-hmm. um, feeling like, oh man, like I just want to date, um, but there's no one out there, or right. I'm just not enough. Right. Like you go back to your answer. You go back and you read your handwriting because there's just so much power to yeah. go back to to um, your life, and and you know that you have written it out, and to go back to see what you yourself have written out, and you be like, wow, like. I wrote this about myself. Right. Like, you know what? And it just gives you that extra power, that extra, you know, motivation and strength and confidence to to say it out loud and say, you know what? Yes, I am enough because of this is who I am. I am enough. And yes, even in a time of weakness, guess what? The Bible says that Jesus uh, is made strong. So yeah, even, even when I'm in this time of weakness, I know that I'm still enough. And so that's just my encouragement to you guys to... Um, write down the questions that um, Elizabeth has asked you and write it down. 
And Elizabeth needs to write them down too. <laughs> Clearly, she's not doing that. But um, no, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for all your wisdom on this and your questions that I was definitely blindsided by. And y'all might not believe me that I don't have these scripted, but <laughs> one day I'm going to record this live and show you my face when she asked me a question. I'm like, uh, it's a great question. I don't know. Um, but yeah, please, 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 please um, give her a virtual round of applause. Please actually do that by listening to her podcast, which is hey, Clean with Melapua. Yes. Um, and you can find that on Spotify and Anchor and Google Podcasts. I Apple think, Podcasts. Apple Pod- I always forget about Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. But yeah, find her on there. Like connect with her. If you have uh, a topic you want me to talk about or you want us to talk about, we would love to. Um, but I love having her. She always asks great questions. And so, love you all. Also, this is like the 111th episode. Yeah, shout out to Elizabeth for making it past 100. The fact that you made 100 episodes plus another 10, this is going to be the 11th. Right. Girl, I'm so proud of you. One day we're going to have to talk, probably you're going to have to interview me about doing 100 episodes. Oh my gosh, yeah. I didn't even realize she started counting and then I said, oh, what? I've done 110? Yeah, I was looking and I was like, crazy. I was like, uh, you did 110 episodes. Like, I'm like, you need, oh. And you were like, oh my gosh, we need to celebrate. Right. Because you're all about celebration. I know. I love the celebration. <laughs> but anyways, I love you guys. Thanks for joining and peace and love. And uh, follow me at quarter before noon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you.